I'm Susan Curry. And I'm Kim White. Welcome to the Remain in Him podcast. As women, things are thrown at us every day. How will we respond? We want to start the conversations that always turn us to an answer from the Lord and help us to remain in Him. We are so excited that you are joining us as we launch our first episode of Remain in Him. I'm confident I can speak for both Susan and myself that where we are now is a little different than where we were uh, on this journey a few months back when we were like, Lord, is this really what you're saying? But through a lot of prayer and and processing this through our minds, uh, but mostly prayer, uh, we, we really both came to a confirmation from him. Yep, this is what I have for you to do. So we are really excited today. And and as we started thinking about what's going to be the first topic uh, for the episode, uh, the Lord just really laid on both of our hearts that it was to be on the topic of friendship. It, and friendship um, started us on our journey, but it but is also such a basic human need. We are wired by God for relationship. And, and that, um, that first relationship, of course, is with him. But, we're, but he, he lets us also have other relationships. Mm-hmm. And we're wired to desire friendship and connection with other people. And um, there's a beautiful visual given in, in the book of Anne of Green Gables, where Anne Shirley is talking about her desire for what we would nowadays say best friend forever or a BFF, but she calls it a bosom friend. And she says, I want a bosom friend, an intimate friend, you know, a really kindred spirit to whom I can confide my inmost soul. I've dreamed of meeting her all my life. And I think we can all, I know we can all identify with that so much. So, so today we kind of want to look at some of the issues that can keep us from developing good friendships or, or kind of damage friendships or impact, certainly to impact friendships, and then to explore ways that we can cultivate and keep good friendships. There's some really biblical um, points that, that are practical ways that we can grow our friendships. Right. But, you know, Susan, I think first, let's give a little background on ourselves, just on our friendship. Um, Wow, it's been uh, close to like 35 years ago that we met. And another woman introduced us because we both had those baby girls with us that were six months Mm -hmm. old. And wow, that long ago. And, and of course, then through both of us being active in our women's ministry, we got to know each other more. And, and then (laughs) I hate to admit it, but um, I remember when you asked me to be your prayer partner to meet once a week, uh, just for an hour, but it was mother's day out. I had four hours and I really struggled with giving that hour up. And I know you prayed for me for over a year, at least around that, uh, for me to start praying with you. And once I did, Oh, what a blessing. And it really did take our friendship, uh, to a different place, a deeper place of just being able to share, um, and just really give these things to God. But, um, it took me a year. <laughs> so. Well, it, it grew us both a lot and, and I, it grew us closer to the Lord and it grew, mm-hmm. grew us closer to one another, I think. And, and we kept having children and that <laughs> grew us together a different way. And, and then the Lord 
pulled us apart by moving, moving Kelly, my husband and I over to Ireland. And uh, we started youth ministry over there and you stayed there doing the women's ministry. And, and yet, thankfully we were able to keep in touch and Mm. believe it or not um, to those listeners that, that can remember days before FaceTime and text and things. That was, that was when we started it. Uh, before all of those things, but we still were able to keep in touch. Oh, oh my, we sure did. And it was when you would come home, boy, we'd have some long three to four hour lunches just to try to catch up. Um, And over time, I know we both have realized that our friendship has been a precious gift in our lives. But I think it's also very safe to say that we also have other wonderful friends in different places at different times of our life. Uh, so I, I know I, I feel blessed and I know you do to the many different friends Absolutely. that we have. Yes. Absolutely. You know, my, uh, one of my daughters, right after we moved to Ireland, um, we asked me one time said, who is your best friend? And I had to stop and think about it because I was, I was in the midst probably of having a pity party because we had left so many friends and family behind and, and I wanted to answer her carefully. Um, Mm. but it was my own heart that I think the Lord was speaking to. And, and I said, well, my first best friends were my sisters because I have four sisters and we were really close and we still are. And, and I said, so they were my first ones. And then Miss Kim was, was my prayer partner. So that is a deep friendship and on a different level. And then I named a couple of other friends that I knew I could pick up the phone and, and immediately be at home with them on the phone. Um, and they were in America still. But then the Lord began to, to show me my Irish friends, people that, that were moving from the acquaintance level to friendships. And, and I began naming off different ones to her. And, and what began to happen in me is, as I, even as I was talking to her, was I began to realize that the Lord had given me a lot of different friendships for different needs in my life. And, and they were in different levels of maturity um, mm. and, and growth. And, but even if I had rolled them all into one ball and made them one person, that friendship would not be enough to cover every need that I had. And it was almost as if the Lord was saying, I am to be that closest friend to you. Mm. And then I add the others as a gift to you. Mm. And that has been a, has been a lesson that has stuck with me. It's like an aha moment. Yeah. 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 It's like, I can't, I can't ever look at friendships the same way that, that they are a gift, but they Mm. change for all of us over, over time. But you know, and I, I, we are thankful for our friendships, but I think we've both also had challenges and, and many of those in our, in the listening today, um, friends aren't always easy. There are different seasons of life. There can be difficulties in them. There is an ebb and flow. Um, we live in a time now where it's, you know, people, they don't stay in jobs or locations long sometimes. So it's hard to make friends. Um, mm-hmm. I think even the, when you think of social media, which we're all so aware of, but the social media thing where it's, it's very isolating uh, not to, to really get to know someone. You get to know who people want you to see them Mm -hmm. to be but we got to get to know each other and I think also with that isolation oh my the pandemic as we all know also just heightened that isolation um and 
And so I think that there, you know, sadly, there, there's a lot of loneliness. And I think we all have experienced that to some degree at different times of our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think time is something that um, is such a, takes away from a friendship because we either think, oh, I'll do that later. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have more time to invest later, or I need to call that person or I need to do something with them. I'll do it next week. And next week becomes next month. And, mm-hmm. and um, live, our lives are so busy that we really have to be intentional. I had one of those, um, I, I had lunch with somebody that I hadn't seen in several years just last week, because I thought if I put it off anymore, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we just have to take time for what is important in life and friendships are one of those things. Um, but, but besides telling us we've got plenty more time, there's a lot of other lies that the, that the enemy throws our way. And, um, you know, one of the things that he does is he just deals with, with our self-esteem and beats us up so many different ways Mm -hmm. with some of the lies. And, and we've talked about that, Kim, because you've, been doing a uh, Bible study on the lies of the enemy with, with some young women. Right. And just their thought processes of how their, uh, their patterns of, of how they hear something and they don't interrupt that thought and they just let it go and let his lies become just very real to them. Things like, Oh, I'm not funny enough. I might, I'm not attractive enough. You fill in the blank. Uh, they, you know, we, we think many different things. We, you may feel like you don't have anything to add to a conversation. What, what am I going to say that they want to hear about? Um, and of course we know, looking at social media that people are like, that person seems to have their life so together. The enemy just wants us to think that it's only us going through this. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, you know, it's the, that we're the only one that feels this way. Have you felt that way before, Susan? I know I have. It's like, oh, I definitely feel very alone. Definitely. Um, and it isolates you because you don't want to say it because if you say it and they don't feel that way, you feel really <laughs> yeah. silly, oh, but, you're, but the, it just compounds in your mind yes. that, that I'm the only one, this inadequate, it's an inadequacy that we feel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, but, you know, we mentioned a few minutes ago that we see our friendship as a gift. And James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift from is, is from above. <clears throat> and it's not that friendships are perfect, but they are a perfect gift from the Lord, uh, mm-hmm. a gift meant to grow us and to strengthen us and to challenge us and to stretch us. And, um, you know, that verse isn't specifically about friendships, but I think it is also about friendships. Yes. But you know what? There's somebody out there going, yeah, but I don't have that. I've been, I've been burned by a friend. Or you might be thinking, I've been overlooked by God in the area of friendship. I'm asking for one and I'm not receiving it. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's, uh, we got to think about that, um, recognize God's timing that we need to wait on his perfect timing. It may not be the way we want it, but we do want his uh, perfect timing. And during this time of where we may be going through a waiting and and we may be going through a loneliness, we want to, what can we be doing 
um, to start thinking about developing a friendship. Of course, there are some proactive things we can do. And, um, and but of course, we know first and foremost that we need to lean into our Lord for any relationship first in that relationship with him. And then mm-hmm. um, to just to be encouraged in new relationships or existing ones. And so I think we want to talk about some practical and positive steps that that we can move forward in new or existing friendships. That's, that's so true. And what you said about leaning into our relationship with God, I think sometimes it's the very loneliness that we go through in those waiting times mm-hmm. that pull us closer to him. And so he uses the loneliness in our life. Mm-hmm. But, but when we start looking for sh- friendships, we, um, we need to choose wisely. And, mm-hmm. and that's easier said than done. Sometimes we meet somebody and we get to know them a little bit and we're you know, we we have some commonalities, but you probably have used this with your girls. I, I know that I have it. First Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. <laughs> and, and that's not to say that um, all of our friends have to be Christian friends because we all, we all probably have non-Christian friends that are um, also life giving to us. But um Within both of those categories, um, either non-Christian or Christian, there can also be healthy relationships. There can be unhealthy relationships. But what I do think is that when uh, we have Christian friends, we're going to be able to share on a different level on, mm-hmm. because we have the commonality of Christ in that. And um, But even so, we, we don't always even among our Christian friends, walk in a healthy way, in a safe way uh, in those friendships. Mm. When you mentioned when you're talking about healthy and unhealthy, sometimes I think we have to even ask ourselves a question for our own hearts. Could it be that we're the unhealthy friend? Mm-hmm. Oof. And that's convicting I, when we have yes, to. Yes, it is. Um, and I think I think there are some some questions that I know you and I've talked about that we can ask each other or ask ourselves a- and talk to the Lord about just to evaluate the healthiness of our friendships. And I know one of those is is the time that I've spent with my friend leaving me refreshed and more pointed to Christ. Do I walk away? I know the Lord's convicted me about that in recent years. That when I left that coffee date or that lunch you know, what did you say? Did you leave that friend feeling lifted up? And, and I really have to really ask myself each time that I want and go into time with friends that I do want to be that person. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, do you come away complaining or, or being dissatisfied with your mm-hmm. life, um, with, with your family, with what's going on with, with you? Um, or are we tempted to sin? And of course, gossip is one of the biggest ways that, that I think that's a biggie. It seems to be bigger men, sadly. Um, but, but instead, we need to be looking for relationships that, that we come away from encouraged and pushed to excel, uh, pushed to be more Christ-like because that's what's worth excelling in. Right. And be, uh, becoming more Christ-like is... Um, is is just a a given that we should look at in a friendship is it encouraging me to do that mm. and then on the lighter side i think it's too it you know you know i love that you and i we can 
laugh together. I think there's got to be a, a lightheartedness that, mm-hmm. I, you know, we can laugh at ourselves. We can laugh with and kind of silly at each other, you know, just kind of, but knowing mm-hmm. that, that, but also even going through the, um, a, you know, a best friendship, the, the kind that are, are the deepest are ones also that, that they are ready to stand with you in the nitty gritty of life that, that you're ready to hear just the lighthearted, but the serious. So putting it all together, I think looking back so far, we want to choose wisely. That's that first step. But then going into the, the second step is to, to put on Christ. Um, Mm -hmm. I think with our friendships and, and, you know, I think if you want to just share, I think that with the, wisdom that we need to be that friend both in action and words i think colossians 3 12 and 13 give us such a great visual of that absolutely i love that i love that term put on christ is such Mm. a is such Mm. a way of thinking about the garments that you put on and but it's a it's a laundry list that's a hard one to follow it's uh as Mm. god's chosen ones would uh would have a compassionate heart kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And then this one, bearing with one another. And, and that bearing with one another actually means, um, you know, overlooking faults, making allowance for others' faults. And we want people to do that for us, but we don't want to do it for them. <laughs> oh, it's hard. And boy, that, that verse ends with forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. And I mean, I think through for each of us through the years, we've talked to different people that where their a friendship has been broken from unforgiveness. They're just, they haven't worked it out, but we're called to forgive one another. And we've got to um, to, to, um, uh, how do I best say this? Just, uh, to be ready, whether it's to, to say, we're sorry and ask their forgiveness of what we've done or to receive when they want to ask our forgiveness. I've had, I've heard people say that, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, we're done. I can't forgive you. And so we, it's only through Christ and we know that we need him. So we've got to put him on to be able to move forward and that we can, and oh, how the enemy wants to damage that relationship and that we will continue in unforgiveness. Um, and so this, oh, and Kim, Kim, I'm thinking too, sometimes we have, we have situations. I'm thinking about a time in my life when somebody hurt me and, and it wasn't a huge thing. But it was out of character and uh, with the friend. And I thought, do I go to that friend and tell them or do I lay it aside? And I felt like the down because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a it wasn't a typical thing that would happen. But I also knew that if I laid it down, I had to keep it laid down. I couldn't keep picking it up. I couldn't let it come in between the relationship. And I had to um, I had to think. Um, is this typical for the friend? And maybe they didn't mean it. And maybe, um, maybe mm-hmm. something was going on in their lives. And, yeah. and, but I made a conscious decision that it wasn't going to make a difference. And so laying it down also means you can't talk about it to somebody else. Oh, and, good point. But, and so sometimes, sometimes forgiveness means overlooking that fault. That's right. the bearing with one another. But sometimes if it's a habitual thing, then it, it has to be dealt with and, and, or it becomes a big rock in the center of, mm-hmm. of the path of our lives. Oh, 
Well, it's, it absolutely. And I think going along with the Colossians of putting on these actions, um, a Christ-like heart is going to be found through our actions. That, that Christ-like heart, what does that look like? It's going to be sacrificial. Um, this is not going to be, it's, go, it's not going to sometimes be easy, easy on our time, easy. Um, you know, I, I think there's just the different things that come to my mind, but Romans 12, 10, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourself. Um, it is going to require giving up time to make a, a friendship work. Um, it will require going the extra mile sometimes. Um, and, and hopefully prayerfully, I know you and I've talked, I mean, we both have had friends that have gone that extra mile that have just walked through different circumstances with us that weren't easy. And, and, uh, I remember, uh, actually I, I went through a time where one of our kids was in the hospital and, and then our little one got chicken pox and I had someone come alongside me that she was like, I, I'll, you know, you need to be over at the hospital. Uh, I, we'll, we'll watch him while he's, you know, so he was our baby and he's going through the chicken pox. I mean, wow, going the extra mile. It was just, wow. It was just really something and very sacrificial in what they did for us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I also in sacrificial, we don't think about prayer as being sacrificial, but it is, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a commitment to remember what somebody pray mm-hmm. and to be to be consistent about praying it it's um to pick up the phone and do that and for encouraging phone call the encouraging word that you need to do mm-hmm. um putting on christ in action can be sacrificial but our words um and and the energy that we bring to the relationship through that is is also a sacrificial giving mm-hmm. absolutely but, yeah, but our because- words are super important, mm. and and uh, you know we mentioned gossip, but First Thessalonians five eleven says, therefore encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Mm. And the tongue can be life giving or it can be destructive. Whew. And what better example, sadly, than gossip? You know, I think um, of you know the the power of the tongue and the destruction that gossip. Uh, can um, just it, the betrayal of our confidence. It's, mm-hmm. It can be so difficult. And so we want our words. Uh, our, our words are meant to be refreshing. They're meant to build up. They're meant to encourage. Um, and, but also I think, you know, also, and I know you and I've talked at depth about, you know, a good friendship, that honesty and trust, uh, that level of trust that um, it's a safe place. And as we said, we both have um, some dear friends. Um, I mean, just as we have each other as friends, we have other ones and another dear friend. I just remember going through a difficult time and and she just had to she came alongside of me and I was pretty much complaining and whining and 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 she didn't just let me stay there because I knew she loved Jesus. She she loved me as a friend. And she was able to just kind of come into that moment. And and basically, she said it much nicer than this, but get over yourself, Kim. Mm 
And I needed to hear that. And I could receive it because I knew she spoke it in love. Um, and so I think that's really important, whether we are on the receiving end or the giving end of that, it's got to be in love. Our words are powerful and they can be used for such good. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think what you said is so true is the, is the love behind the friendship mm-hmm. that, that, um, and, and I was thinking about this way, we can have acquaintances, but they don't truly become friends without love the element of love is what makes a good friendship different than just knowing somebody um you know we're called to love everybody but but there's a different level of love when you're really when you're really engaging in life with people and and uh, so we we've, we've talked about we've talked about um choosing wisely and putting on Christ, which is, that is such a big thing. And that scripture is so full of all the different things that we need to be doing, especially, you know, in, in actions and in our words and in forgiveness and in sacrificial living with our, with our friend. But then we also need the, the third thing is, is we just need to be proactive. We just need to get out there and do stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, we, we need to, first of all, pray, Pray for the person that we feel God uh, wants us to, to um, sometimes we pray for the person we think we want to have as friend. And he says, no, I want you to look over here. You've overlooked mm-hmm. this person and this yeah. is a person I want. So, so mm-hmm. praying for what we need is, is a good thing, but also, as we've said before, leaning into God and then, but we do have to put ourselves out there sometime and, and make the make the efforts. I was thinking about a a friend that I almost missed a friendship with in Ireland because uh, shortly after I got there, I met her and we exchanged numbers and did things together maybe a couple of times. And then I had to come back to the States. And when I came back, I didn't reconnect with her. I was sure she didn't remember me. She felt the same way. Both of us are, are by nature kind of uh, shy and we just didn't, we didn't connect. And um, a couple of years went by. I saw her as she was dropping her daughter off from school and um, we, neither one of us connected again. We kind of half-heartedly waved in the carpool line and it took us another meeting before we finally said, um, hey, we need to really, <laughs> we really need to do this, exchange numbers and and get to know each other better. And it's a precious, mm-hmm. precious friendship. She you know, she's somebody I can go to for prayer, for challenge, for encouragement. And she, she sharpens me as iron sharpens Mm -hmm. iron. And um, Mm I, I'm just so my now, my, my older person, um, (laughs) I'm not as young as I was then, but but if I was speaking to that younger Susan, now I would be saying, get out of the car and go over to her car <laughs> in the carpool line and talk Things to we her. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> we just sometimes have to be proactive. I know. Well, I think as we just wrap this up, um, we we've talked about a friendship being a gift and I think a good friendship, it's going to be, we want it to be an ongoing growing gift with just what you said, the iron sharpening iron, a good friendship is, is meant to be cherished. Um, and, and one that is last, 
long lasting can be an incredibly precious gift. Um, But we want to remember that we want to choose wisely. We want to put on Christ. We want to be proactive and in the waiting. And at all times, we need to remember that Jesus is the friend that we need most and at all times. Susan, I feel like there are some ladies in the hearing of this today that this may be a difficult time. Maybe it's a time of isolation, maybe of loneliness. Maybe it's a time where um, they've been hurt by a friendship or uh, maybe they're dealing with unforgiveness. Um, I just feel like we should take this time. Would you mind just leading us in prayer as, as we head out today? Well, precious Lord, we thank you for being our, our first and foremost best friend. Mm-hmm. We thank you, Lord, that is a forever friendship. We thank you that, that you reached out to us for friendship and for relationship. And yet you also gifted us with people to, to have physical, physical skin <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. that, that we can touch and we can see and we can interact with because you knew we needed that in life. And yes. so we, we want to lift up anybody out there who is just in a lonely time. Maybe they've moved. Maybe they've gone through loss. Uh, Maybe this isolation has just been overwhelming to them. Um, And we just pray, Father, for you to, first and foremost, let them know you. Let them draw close to you. And secondly, Lord, that you would begin adding friendships into their life. For the friendships out there that we already have, that you would grow them. That you would challenge us through them. And that we would, we would connect with you in thankfulness for what you are doing through our friendships. And we just pray this in the name of of Jesus and Mm. in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We just Mm. thank you, Lord, in Mm. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Remain in Him. We hope our conversation encourages you to deepen an old friendship or to start a new one. But if your heart aches over your friendship that needs the healing of forgiveness applied, we pray the Lord will help you take those steps. It's a great reminder that Jesus is our forever best friend. Let's get alone with Him to share our hearts and hear His heart for us. Click subscribe to join us again or the share button to send this to a friend. Scroll down for a list of resources or find us on Instagram or social media. Until next time, let's remain in Him.